Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. This is your host, Martha Tyler. And this week, well, this bonus episode, it's not even like a normal drop. Um, this week, I have brought on Leah Fryers and Katie Visser to talk about Mac Madness. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hello. I'm so excited to have you both back on the pod um, to talk about this macaroni and cheese. Smackdown. Smackdown. (laughs) Yeah. I, okay. Well, uh, we're not, because this isn't a normal episode, so we're not going to do backgrounds and nannies. We don't need to know why you're both wonderful nannies, although you are. Um, We're just going to like talk about macaroni cheese and I can't wait perfect um okay so starting Monday of this week I put up a bracket that you all helped me create for macaroni and cheese so we're going to talk about round one um in round one we started with craft blue box up against craft with fun shapes I was surprised a little bit that blue box won Honestly, yeah. me too. I'm like, were you answering for yourself or for the children? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do for think a great way to get kids to eat them. Agreed. And I do, I do think maybe I did I didn't make it clear which way to answer. So I think people answered in different ways, which is kind of exciting. Yeah. Oh. Like everyone kind of had to make up their own criteria. Is it their favorite? Is it the kids' favorite? Or True. is it your favorite to serve as a nanny? Because those are three different things. Right. <laughs> or it can all, be three different things yeah. all three of those things come up at dinner time very strongly this is true this is true yes. yes um but I was really surprised and I also was like I wonder if people because I chose a picture with frozen So I wonder if that also factored in if some people even subconsciously were like, well, my kids don't like frozen or I don't like frozen or whatever. And they were like, I was going to say too, that the shapes could be very divisive at times too, because if, you know, God forbid you had the SpongeBob shapes and uh, don't give me that SpongeBob, you know, but you had 
the wheels or something else, like it could make all the difference at dinner time or lunch. It really can. Or breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> or breakfast. <laughs> or breakfast. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Don't talk to me about SpongeBob before I've had my coffee. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, okay. But Craft Blue Box did win that. I grew up eating so much Craft Blue Box. Like it was a staple. I went back and forth between houses growing up and it was a staple in both houses, like for sure. And remind me, is that just the regular elbow macaroni? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the powdered I, with the, the powdered cheese. Yes. Yeah. So, and I, we'll probably talk about this later because my household growing up, my parents had the, um, the generic store brand box mm. mac and cheese, which was very similar, but different flavor from Kraft. And we would go to my grandma's house and she would have Kraft and she was all like, Ooh, I have like, it's Kraft. <laughs> but we were like, I remember liking the generic store brand better than Kraft. I was like, no, I like mom's mac and cheese better than grandma's mac and cheese, which is hilarious. Cause both mom's mac and cheese and grandma's were boxes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Now, would you make that with whole milk two percent skim what was the milk so well well. yeah I don't I have no idea like the you of being a child (laughs) I don't know what type of milk I was served also since you brought up the the packet of the powdered cheese which is so just don't tell me you (laughs) ate it plain no 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 okay I remember that my mom, like my mom would do milk and butter and she would heat it mm-hmm. on the stove. And so it would be all smooth. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I, in my early days as a nanny myself, I did not, I was like, Oh, how did she get this to not be all grainy and like, and you clumpy. know, separated. Yeah. And I remember the dad of one of, one of my first nanny and kids was like, Oh, Hey, just, you know, like, make sure you like, we just make it like we, we do the sauce and the milk and the butter on the stovetop first and then add the noodles in and I was like and it was like I was like oh thanks like I couldn't I was like couldn't remember and this was like you know eight years ago or whatever and and I remember him being like just you he will not eat it he'll know he won't they do know they do know (laughs) know if if you did it in the proper like order of steps and everything (laughs) yeah they're like uh like judging great british bake-off like they're they do they're like there are hints of you doing this wrong yes <laughs> god forbid there's like a little piece of parsley that got oh. thrown in and they're like what is this green thing yeah. in there you're like that's from my salad i don't know i'm sorry, I'm so sorry. let me take it out the whole it's dish is ruined. yeah it's contaminated it's absolutely yes <laughs> I, um, they really do like little teeny Gordon Ramsay's, um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So my methodology for the powder is to, I use too much milk and then I stir it down over a low heat, much like a roux, um, (laughs) my methodology. And so then I'm not dirtying extra pots because I've worked in a lot of, with a lot of families who, um, I think like care about their children's bodies and don't have Teflon pots and, 
So to dirty extra pots means like scraping and cleaning a lot of the time. And I'm not about that life. And so I just use more milk (laughs) to like make it fine. Smart. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. So then we have, oh man, Panera versus Noodles and Co. Noodles and Co. It's own episode. (laughs) (laughs) It really should. Although, so what I discovered in doing that pairing because that's such a staple here in Chicago. Like both of those are such a staple here in Chicago, which is where I met both of you beautiful ladies, but, and now you don't live here anymore, but it's not nationwide. And so I realized that noodles and company didn't stand a chance in this international Mac and cheese. Yeah. Cause Katie and I are actually both in Los Angeles and I don't think we have, I haven't seen a noodles yeah, near us because yeah. I would go. Right, right. <laughs> well, and oh, oh, pasta oh. fresca. Yeah. And I was thinking about it and I was like, I think Noodles and Company needs to be near Wisconsin. Like, you need people who drink a glass of milk because that's a little bit like. <laughs> noodles, is- goes, noodles goes where it's appreciated yes. and stays in the Midwest. <laughs> Yeah. Cause like how many Midwesterners do you know that will like sit down and legit just drink a glass of milk. And that to me, like is rough. I can't, I can't just drink milk. It's gotta be a gateway to something else. Like in it or something. Yes. <laughs> but like noodles and company is so like rich and so much yes, cheese and Leah, please tell about your former nanny kids and what they would do at Noodles and Company. Okay, the boat, two, two of them, two little boys, and they would order the, the small mac and cheese, which is already, like you said, drinking a glass of milk, which they would also get a side of milk <laughs> yep. with their mac and cheese, by the way. Um, they would order an extra side of the cheese sauce. So like the runny orange, I don't even know what it was made out of sauce and pour the entire thing over top of it. Mind you, it already had that sauce in it to begin with. So then it was just like extra. Oh, oh. And that was something you didn't want to, you know, eat after they had not eaten the whole bowl because right. they didn't eat the whole bowl ever no not but once you, you couldn't finish that for them I mean that no. was like you're gonna get a heart attack yeah <laughs> I do remember one time we were out and about and they did that and I think I did try it I was like I just really have to know like after they were done I was like I need to know I need I, I had to touch the stove on that yeah. one you know yeah I mean, it was a little embarrassing for me because like the other kids we would go and have lunch with, instead of doing that, they would like add broccoli to their mac and cheese. And I'm like, well, isn't that nice? I'm like, no, no, they don't want that. They just want the extra cheese. I know sometimes it was like funny to see us line up and order because there were three nannies in that little pod, sometimes four. Um, And sometimes Parker would join, but there were three nannies in that little pod. And it was funny to see like the order that we ordered in. And Taryn wasn't vegan at that point, right? I don't think so. Cause she would, she would eat, she would finish the the kids mac and cheese sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Then when she turned vegan, which 
she we was will talk about by one of those yep <clears throat> then she wouldn't eat them right obviously that's yeah. very much the opposite of vegan yeah. <laughs> i'm pretty sure she was also everyone was horrified at the extra right, cheese right, right. sauce I but think like the, the noodles workers were they're like you want what i'm sorry i don't understand like, I don't it's already understand. on there i'm like no i know <laughs> We need more. (laughs) I hear you loud and clear. I'm surprised that more kids don't order the extra cheese, to be honest. Maybe I don't know how they came up with that. Like, how did they decide that that was something they wanted to do? It wasn't with me. Oh, okay. I was curious. Yeah, Yeah, I I don't know. Did the the parents tip you up and be like, FYI, they like it this way? I think, you know what? I can't really remember. They must have just been like, can I have some more extra cheese? And I'm like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe I was with them, with the parents. I can't. Yeah, it was a, it was a whole thing. I did my, my one saving grace from that was that with the parents, they would get like their own cookie at the end, like a snickerdoodle cookie. And I was able to get them to split a cookie <laughs> when they were waiting. Yes. I was like, listen, yes. you had a lot of cheese. Can we split a cookie? Did they like nap for like three hours after oh, this meal? No, <laughs> of course not. Of course not. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I, Panera is actually one of my favorite macaroni and cheeses around. So like, I was not, I was a little bit surprised at like how much it won, but I I was not surprised that it did win because they do say it's like white Vermont cheddar. So they Uh, at least like name the type of cheese they're working with, which I think is always like a good sign. (laughs) to know which types of cheese um and but we were talking a little bit before we started recording about like the portion sizes difference between (laughs) panera versus noodles is wild completely and and panera is one that you like you always hoped that they didn't finish Mm -hmm. right you're like maybe they won't finish that and then i'll get to finish the rest of it Yes. I yes. Like, I really like Panera's, you know, kids size or half size or whatever for them, because I, as a general rule for every meal with, with nannying, I always give the kids a smaller amount of food on their plate rather than larger, because I have, you know, it's, and especially, you know, that, that like three to five-year-old range, they just almost everybody has a hard time with food at that age. And they're just like, there's something they don't like, or they, it's a struggle at times. And I just feel like it overwhelms them. If you give them too much, it's that they're just like, it's almost like, and I kind of experimented with this with one of my families because the parents gave them a a very large portion. And I was like, let me see. And they just wouldn't touch it. And then I was like, let me see if I give them small. And they, if I give them a little bit gone, it's like they eat it all. And I was like, I felt, I thought there was something there and it's consistently has worked for me. I'm sure it's not. Well, and then they're proud of themselves. Look at what I did. (laughs) It's a sense of accomplishment. It's like, and it's like, I, for whatever reason, if it's too much, they're like, oh, I gotta do all of that. And then yeah. just like say no and check yeah. out, you know? Yeah. Ask for more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then they feel accomplished asking for more. They're like, I finished all of this. Yeah. I yeah. totally agree with that, Katie. And I don't know that I have always done it super well as a nanny, but, um, for compassionate childcare, which is my, my and Katie Anderson's parent coaching, um, business, we talk about like preventing power struggles at the table. And we, in researching to create 
that course, we came across research and I, I can't remember it well enough to cite where it's from, but I did like cross-reference and double check it, I promise. But a serving size for children is one teaspoon per year of life. Whoa. Whoa. So a That's tiny spoon, it's tiny. And so we're expecting them to like eat so much wow. and that's actually their serving size. Yeah. I, and actually I had a, one of my, one of my nanny and kids, her aunt was visiting town and was, was in town while we were eating together one day. And I was trying to get the two-year-old to eat more. And she, and the aunt was like, well, she's like, I think it's, I think she's good. Cause I mean, look, and, and I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess she's eating enough. And she just goes, look at the size of her. Like yeah. the two-year-old. She's, <laughs> like, she's, small. she's small. So like, really, why would you expect her to have more? I'm like, that's such a good point. Like, look at the child. They're not very big. <laughs> They're not <laughs> very small. Yeah. yeah. So when I, when we did, when I learned that for that presentation, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, of course, like give them smaller. And then yes, they can ask for more of whatever they want. And then that way, if they're in like a growth spurt or whatever, cause I think also oh, what no, confuses no. a lot of people <laughs> is that, um, is that babies, because they are growing so quickly often will eat proportionally more than toddlers. And sometimes not even proportionally, sometimes just like straight up babies will eat more than toddlers. So then you're like, what's happening? They're losing their appetite. Oh no. It's like, no, that's just part of development. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Totally. That's very interesting. Mm. Yeah. So I would um, also just side note about Panera, the, the sides that they gave, because Panera was like a kid, a, you know, they had a kid's meal. So they had sides. It was always like the tube yogurt, which I'm like, okay, but that's more dairy. Like so much dairy. It's so much dairy for these children. It's like like either the tube yogurt, wasn't it also like a baguette? So I'm like, a baguette. Yeah. You can choose like to have it more bread or together. Would you like a baguette on the side of your sandwich? Always. So yes. Funny. Thank you. I, love the side. I, have to, I do have to confess back in the way back in the day, I did briefly work at Panera. So oh, I got the, I got the uh, inside scoop. They are as a company in general, they are obsessed with, re- with natural ingredients and making sure that everything's really good quality. So like, I did get to see like, that's true. I like to hear do. that. Yeah, it's true. Like, it's like, it's like the it is real, like, you know, whatever, Vermont, Vermont Center or whatever. Yes. And they, they really care about that. And I was like, that's so, that's so, so great. And I've, I did always just laugh though. Like when you, and, and we'd have customers, so I would be at register and we'd have customers laugh at us when we're like, they order a sandwich. They're like, and for your side, would you like a baguette? And they're like, why would I want a baguette? And sometimes you get like a snarky old person being like, why would I ever want a baguette? Like, I have to ask, ma'am. I have to ask. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But the messed up thing is sometimes I get that baguette. Oh, I always do. <laughs> sometimes I get the potato chips because I'm craving potato No one chips. ever gets the apple. No. <laughs> and kids like, won't eat that apple. Like a lot of kids. This big apple. Yes. Mm-hmm. And their little teeth. Yeah. They can't do it. Um, yeah. That's, that's really great to hear, Katie. I love that. And like, I... My kids would always get the, like, we would upgrade to a fruit side, like a 
fruit cut, but that costs extra. So yeah, it does. They yeah. even actually, and you could see it, it's been years and years now since, but um, at a certain point, you could see the difference in their menu where they actually made a big shift from um, from like, you know, synthetic, like fake, like food coloring stuff to natural colored, like natural, like mm. dye, food dyes. So I remember that when I, when I was working there, there was a change and all the baked goods, like the cookies and like the, like the, the sprinkles and the frosting for the cookies all of a sudden looked like way muted and like natural oh. colors. And they were like, that's why, cause we changed it all. It's all like, you know, so yeah, that they is. we're doing a lot at least a while ago, uh, to make it all nice and natural and organic. Oh. I love it. <laughs> well, okay. Speaking of that kind of brings us to our next category. Excellent segue. Thank you so much. Um, which is Annie's versus whole food brand. Um, and I was, I, I wasn't surprised by this. People love Annie's. I get it. It's very, very popular. I should have protected Whole Food brand a little bit more, I think, because that's <laughs> actually out of the boxed ones. That's legit my favorite. Wow. Um, yeah. When we would go over to Taryn's nanny family and they always yeah. had that, I was always like, yes. and I was like, let's just make two boxes of it. <laughs> Well, my nanny family definitely had the Annie's. Yeah. And so that was what, they, but, but they do have like the white versus the orange cheese. They do. And that's the one that like you squeeze out and it's already a paste Yes, and you just put it in and it makes yes. the, the noise. And I need to take this opportunity to say that Annie's mac and cheese is my personal favorite. Oh, mac and cheese. oh. Like, across. wow. The I, white or the orange? I like both. Oh, but I, most of my nannying families have always had Annie's mac and cheese on hand in the house. And I, oh, I could inhale that stuff. Because the the white was like the little rotini noodle, like the little, you know, spiral noodle. Yeah. I taste wise. I just love it. Of all, like all of the like me. Annie's was the only one that I could put in the fridge and then bring back out and reheat with a little bit of milk and the kids would eat it. Yes. Any other kind of mac and cheese, I couldn't do that too. If they didn't finish, I could have, but that one was. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And what did, what did uh, E call them? I'm just using an initial Uh, pebbles or rocks. Like instead of shells, oh the shells, yeah. But he oh, called them oh. like I want the rock one or I like the pebble right. one. I think it was rocks, yeah. <laughs> he called yeah. Shells, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah, they were split. One of them wanted the orange. One of them <laughs> wanted the white all the time. Yeah. Uh, I do. I do remember that. And they come in like that variety pack, which is great when you first get it, because I could often like give choice to the kids, yeah. which I'm always about, like fostering autonomy and providing yeah. choices. And then, but then you get down to the last few boxes of the least popular kind. And it's like, well, today we have to have this one. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> but let's be real. We were going to make extra anyway. Everyone wanted it. Yeah. wanted to eat it. Yes. We oh, yes. surely yes. did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and I had actually several people reach out to me and say Annie's was their like number one, the one that wow. they were rooting for all the way. So very popular Annie's. And was Whole Foods also like the option of white or orange? I don't think, I mean, I always want 
And is that a powdered cheese or is it? No, that's like more like Velveeta. So I think I should have done it up against Velveeta first. Mm. If I could do this all over again, I would, (laughs) I would pair that against Velveeta. And then I would pair, uh, Annie's against like the very easy competitor of craft singles. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That was, that would be how I would play it. Okay. Next up. (laughs) This is our like alternate alternative category <laughs> of the Banza chickpea. So gluten-free versus mm-hmm. vegan with nutritional yeast. Cause we did have to specify which type of. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would have gone for the nutritional yeast vegan. Cause you love it. You love nutritional, nutritional yeast. First of all, I want to give a plug to nutritional yeast. <laughs> you can put it on anything. It tastes like cheese and it's delicious. You put it in your eggs, put it on your popcorn. It's Please, very, everyone go put it on your popcorn. It'll change your life. I actually have not messed with nutritional yeast very much at all. So thank you, Leah. That that PSA was for me. You changed some lives today. <laughs> you changed mine. I'm going to, because I love the taste of cheese. You it doesn't sure. have almonds or tree nuts in it, does it? I got to research and make sure. No, but you should, I'm saying no confidently, but you should do some I definitely, I definitely will do my due diligence there. But, um, cause that's the other thing with vegan mac and cheese. I always am scared because I'm allergic to tree nuts. Right. And a lot of times like almonds or cashews Almond, are used. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, um, right. That's really fair. more cashews, I guess. But um, yeah, I was like, so I was really glad when we chose. Yeah. So Taryn is actually the one who turned me on to the vegan because she had a recipe for it and made it and it's delicious. You yeah. couldn't eat hers because no. that definitely had cashews in it. Oh. But oh, I, love, I do love it's that. Like so cashew, good. Yeah. Cheese. cheese uh-huh. I really love it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I really like, uh, is it Banza? Banza? Mm-hmm. Banza. Banza. Yeah. Banza. Products, because I, I actually have in my own kitchen for my own cooking, I have bonza uh, oh. pasta, and it's which great. It's like yeah. really good pasta. Um, so I like I like the chickpea stuff. I also um, uh, I also nannied for a family who was um, Indian, and their their cooking is like a lot of their cooking is chickpea based, and you use it like in all mm. different ways and stuff. So. Um, uh, I just, and I really like, so I just like the taste of chickpea pasta a lot. It's good. Yeah. I, and I also, I really like how full I feel after eating chickpea pasta. Cause like, it's really filling and stays with you for a long time for me. Yeah. Right. It's still, yes, for sure. I agree. And that is the one that won the, the Banza. Yes. Pasta, yeah. Pasta. I guess people, I didn't, yeah. I, I'm a little shocked at that. I, I, but you I guess you, to be honest, no, mm. I have oh. Well, so I went like totally gluten-free in high school. And then I'm like, I've gone on and off gluten-free at times. And let me tell you, the gluten-free technology has gotten so, so, so much better because when I was in high school, which is a long time ago, there was like, it was just like basically mushy. Like if you cooked the pasta at all, it became like mushy mess so yeah. quickly and the banza or bonza is like it holds together it's like it's different than like pasta traditional pasta but not so much that you can't get over it yeah right interesting So, so yes okay so the next round 
we had, well, actually, let's start with round one, the other one, the other. Okay. Yeah. So we had museum cafeteria versus kids menu at a restaurant in general, um, because I can't, you know, we don't know where everyone's taking their kids for that kids menu. True. Um, and museum cafeteria won out of those two, which I was a little bit surprised about. Mm-hmm. I guess I was too, but museum, it's more fun than just a regular yeah. restaurant. So maybe yeah. there's a little extra. Yeah. I was saying, I, f- I feel like museum, I, I, museum cafeteria, like food for the nanny kids. It, it's a, it's like such a positive association in my mind because you're so excited to be out of the house. And yes. so you're just like thrilled to be like, we're going on an adventure, everybody. Yeah. And we're going to be gone for lunch. We're going to be gone all day. It's like, it's fun. And yeah. I, it's I, not just a regular meal at a restaurant. <clears throat> There's an activity. Excuse yeah. me. there's an activity associated with it right there is yes and I often when we have gone I think all three of us when we have gone to a museum not every time but often you are also with other nannies and that is just as such a lovely fun bonding experience yes yes this is this is definitely for a different episode for sure but I am so jealous of the nanny pods and all of you talking about your nanny pods I have never had that experience oh. it's so it's so like I've always been like the lone nanny with the children but like you know it's been great I, we I love taking them out places I've, I've taken I've traveled with my nanny and families I've taken them like so many cool places and loved it but I'm like oh I wish it would have been even better with like like nanny and friends that would have been great it I saved my life <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I, know, I know you both speak so highly of it and I'm like that's amazing that's great yeah truly hi listeners I hope you're really enjoying this episode just wanted to pop on and tell you about what's going on over at the patreon So if you join the Patreon, as a reminder, you will get ad-free episodes, access to a Patreon-only Facebook group, as well as bonus episodes. This month's bonus episode is all about neurodiverse nannies. And to, to talk about that, I brought on Reagan of Playful Acre. So if you would love to listen to that episode, hop on over to the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash chronicles of Nania. Pick your tier and you get lots of bonus content over there. We also have an episode about true crime and nannies and an episode where um, I talk about set boundaries, find peace with the boundary queen, the modern nanny, Sarah. So check it out. I would love to have y'all over on the Patreon um, to listen to those ad-free episodes and all of the bonus episodes. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, so yeah, I, I totally agree about the museum cafeteria being really associated with positive memories. And I will also say if it is like, in any way, a restaurant that like there aren't other tables of kids at, it can be really hard and embarrassing to be in a adult centered space with children. Whereas also, a museum uh, restaurant is always, I mean, a museum cafeteria is yes. always going to have a lot of kids in it. Sometimes too, depending on the restaurant, they'll maybe it's not like a restaurant that's so used to a kid's menu. Yes. And I've had several instances where they put the crumbly crusties on top of the mac and cheese, which as a, as an adult, Oh, give it, give it, give me more. But as a child, if there is a crumbly, crunchy, anything, any kind of garnish, that's it. That's yeah. yeah, Don't, don't garnish restaurant. Don't Don't garnish your kids' foods. Don't don't at all. Yeah, no, that's a really good point because the first time you order at a restaurant too, you do not know. And I've had some really bad macaroni and cheese at restaurants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, and then, and then that's it. Like they don't have other choice or like, that's what the kid wanted. So now you got to go home. (laughs) Yep. And like, probably (laughs) make (laughs) <laughs> probably make the Annie's at home, you know, yep. like, right. Cause they had their heart set on it. And then you're dealing with a cranky child who yep. hasn't eaten. You didn't right. pack enough snacks. It's Ugh. a whole thing. It is. Yeah. So I do see why that Good job, museum cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Um, okay. Next category, Amy's microwavable versus Velveeta. Like I said, I think this is where I messed up in the pairings. This, this and the other one, but Velveeta crushed it crushing these I, I don't get it yeah <laughs> I um, have you used Amy's microwavable have you done it yeah no yeah I I, I one of my nanny, nanny families had it a lot and it's fine but I do feel like it tastes more like an adult mac and cheese it tastes mm. more like a, a grown-up version and more like adult flavors and I don't know Rich. that the kids always love it for that interesting reason. yeah what yeah. makes it different than the Annie's out of the box? It's oh, Amy's. Oh, sorry, Amy's. It's Amy's. Oh. Yeah. yeah, different brand. Oh, different brand. I yes. Yeah. Okay. And that's, this comes like in a little I know Amy's. tray. Yes. Amy's yeah. kitchen or whatever it is. The yeah. pizzas. Is that or, are yeah, very, does, yep. yeah. Yeah. I'm like, she, Amy does pizzas as well. She yeah. does. Yeah. They also have like <laughs> a like a, a Mexican bowl that I can get down on. It's uh, yes. really, really good. Yeah, it's got like black beans and Mexican spices and also so good. Right, microwavable does have the little crunchy. Oh, yes, there it is. There it is. I mix it in. I don't leave it on top. I mix it all together so they don't. And I feel like more people have had Velveeta as a kid. Mm -hmm. 
So maybe it brings up some memories. And honestly, sometimes I do still get Velveeta because it keeps for so long, which I know I could get the powdered sugar, but it keeps for so long because (laughs) because it's fake. And And so I will like, uh, I'll keep it on my shelf for those times that I'm like, oh, I didn't make it to the grocery store. I'm in grad school right now. It's a quick, cheap meal that sometimes I have to turn to. Fair enough. Sure. Absolutely. All right, Velveeta. I was just uh, gonna I was just gonna come at it really hard. Now I'm like I know. I now no, you can. You can like, absolutely. <laughs> also, I will say, so I was talking um in Crystal Gale of clearly nanny fame. Uh she has a room that she hosts every morning for nannies, uh, called the year of the nanny. And, um, I think, or wake up and become the wow. I think it's, there's subcategories anyway, it's on, um, clubhouse and it's a really wonderful space. So if you're listening and you want to join DM me about it, but, um, cause I'll get you there. Um, but she was, I was bringing up all of this to like get, stir up people to vote because we needed lots of votes otherwise it's um it's not yeah. this the perfect scientific experiment right. that i envisioned um and so anyway she was like i think velveta keeps winning because a lot of people do include velveta in their homemade like it's part of a bigger oh, recipe right. sometimes well, that's so interesting is. for the end of this round but yeah okay. yeah it is it is um okay next up is homemade mm-hmm. versus and Katie this came from you and it's beautiful buttered noodles with a mountain of parmesan cheese added at the table yeah it's got to be added right at the moment of consumption <laughs> yes otherwise no is that like you take a spoonful of macaroni this is you take a spoonful of parmesan <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Basically, the ratio amounts to that. But basically, one of my nannying kids, since she was very little, has had to have just really plain buttered noodles um, and like doesn't like so picky about any kind of mac and cheese at all. And so just plain buttered noodles is the go to dinner for her. And she likes the tub of Parmesan, of grated Parmesan. You can get, you know, the tub of grated Parmesan from wherever grocery store. And I just bring it to the table and have it there. And she needs to be able to put it on herself. She mm. wants to do it herself and put it on. <laughs> but like the first time I let her do that, I was like, oh, sure. Not thinking, just dumps it. Like, <laughs> obviously, it's like a mountain of it. But then um, now I I'm, I, I, I obviously keep her, I, I keep it in check and like just have it at the beginning of the meal. I can't leave it on the table the whole time, but <laughs> But she will just like take her spoon and scoop it and like pour it over the, and that's her mac and cheese. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. It's not bad. Very good. Like, you know, good quality, but. (laughs) I mean, butter noodles is where I started. I didn't, I wasn't a mac and cheese kid. I was butter noodles all the way. So adding it at my own, you know, leisure is, is much, much easier. Right. Agreed. Agreed. And I like, as an adult, I like that style with, um, a little bit of, uh, like garlic powder. Ooh. Yes. I, oh, yes. I love to use garlic or onion powder. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Then, but okay. I'm going to get a little, isn't that technically homemade then? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. 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 yeah probably. 
And this was up again. I mean, homemade is a tough competitor because it's so loose in interpretation. Everyone has like the one homemade because there are probably you've experienced a lot of not so great homemade mac and cheeses in your day, but you're thinking of the best version of the homemade that you've ever had probably when you're voting. For sure. And this brings up a question I have for everyone, or like a topic for everybody, which is the concept of adding things to mac and cheese, adding other foods to mac and cheese. And for sure, I grew up in Wisconsin. My mother used any excuse to turn anything into a casserole. So uh-huh. <laughs> it was always just a kind baked. of one pot yeah. dish, one, that kind of stuff. And so like we grew up and had mac and cheese and I mean, even like box mac and cheese, you know, but she would always add stuff to Doctor it. it up, she yeah. would add broccoli to it. She would add, <laughs> this is not, <laughs> this is really funny. It's not improving the uh, nutrients at all, but uh, chopped up hot dog a lot. Oh. I mean, but that's protein. That's, that's uh, it's protein. protein. That's good. That's good. But (laughs) that's hilarious. So it's like, you know, really round out the meal. You got a box mac and cheese with chopped up hot dogs in it and chopped up hot dogs and broccoli in it. That was kind of like a more full, like that. Now you got your whole meal right in there. Mm -hmm. We did that a lot growing up. Like I just remember having stuff, stuff in my mac and cheese. I think there's also (laughs) like, depending on where you are in the country too, you're going to have a different, like homemade, you know, that's yes, Midwest. Yes. And then yes. you go South yes. and it's which is where I'm from. Yeah. yeah. And actually I- I'm going to plug another, <laughs> another <laughs> thing. There's this woman named Danny Rose and she has a YouTube channel called Stovetop Kisses. Mm-hmm. And she has a recipe for baked mac and cheese it's the best mac and cheese I've ever had. That's like, so not good for you. You know, and it's got yeah. everything in it, sour cream and whole milk oh, and, wow. you know, uh, heavy cream and everything, but it's yep. go check it out on YouTube. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Will do. Um, yeah, I totally agree that you can like, it's the regionalness yeah. of it and like the childhood memories of it. And I like DM some people and I was asking them like, who, when you're, when you're voting homemade, like who, whose homemade are you thinking of? Oh, interesting. And a lot of people said grandma. Mm -hmm. um, And a lot of people said myself, which I think is really, really cool. Cause then you can like doctor it to be, cause I almost always add hot sauce to my mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, (laughs) or lots of pepper. Like I want my mac and cheese to have a kick. Um, Mm-hmm. So, and I prefer <laughs> Tabasco or Louisiana hot sauce in my mac and cheese and then Cholula for other things. Wow. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm very particular. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm Southern. <laughs> I do legit keep hot sauce in my bag. One time a friend of mine was working at a restaurant that had little tiny hot sauce Tabasco bottles. Like they're, so it's ticking so many boxes for me because I love miniature things and I love (laughs) hot sauce and I could carry those around in my purse very easily. And so she would slip me some, she would just like take handfuls and give them to me. And that was great. Um, okay. Uh, next up we have store brand generic versus craft single serve. Um, which I have a very funny story from my youth about craft single serve. So 
(laughs) one time I was at like a sleepover over at a friend's house and her younger sister was, and I think we were like, I don't know, 13 at the time, maybe younger, maybe a little older, but we were, you know, in those teenage years where you're working on independence. And so, and her younger sister was two years younger. So either like 11 around there. And she was like, I'm going to go make mac and cheese. And we were like, cool, cool, cool. And she (laughs) did it and did not like read the directions. She did not put water in it. So she was just heating up these noodles and it smelled so bad. And the fire alarm went off and like, (laughs) just like, what happened? And, um, she is an engineer now. So So it worked out. It worked out. (laughs) It worked out. Um, she got there eventually, but I was just, I always think about that when I see those little single serve things. And she was like, I didn't, I thought you were supposed to add the water later. Oh no. It's like, oh girl, oh girl. And that's on the box. Like the yeah. and the directions, like they make pretty darn clear. Because <laughs> it is supposed to be like a child can make it themselves. Right, right. Which I think had to do with why that maybe won. Probably. Um, even though, you know, Katie, you were saying earlier, you actually preferred the generic, the store brand, yeah, right? Yes, in uh, Milwaukee area, we grew up with Roundy's brand. Oh, Roundy's. And that was our standard mac and cheese that was always in the house, and I loved it. Roundy's. Yes. Elba? Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I mean, I feel like there's a missed opportunity. If it's Roundy's brand, they should make it wheels. Ooh, write write a letter. You need to write a letter. (laughs) Who do I call? Dear Roundies brand. (laughs) (laughs) It is me, Martha. Um, Okay. Uh, So Craft Single Serve did win that round. And it does make sense to me because I do feel like if I'm doing all of the steps to make the big meal thing that there are other boxes that I prefer. Yeah. Um, But and craft single serve, I do like that kids can potentially make it themselves. You have to supervise it first, obviously, from the story I just told. But <laughs> after that, they can make it themselves. Yeah, keeping a little want. independence, you know. And good. it's smaller serving, so we don't have the reheating issue that we spoke right. about earlier. So, okay, round two. Ding, ding. Um, we start with... Craft blue box up against Panera. I mean, Panera, come on. Come Panera on. crushed it. Yeah. That was, yeah. Sorry, Craft. <laughs> I know. I know. Sorry, Craft. But Panera is the superior there. I think that that is very true and real. And then we have Annie's up against Banza or Bonza, um, which that makes sense to me too that Annie's would win, especially since like, from the first moment that I posted it, several people reached out and was like, I want Annie's all the way. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. I love yep. it. Yep. So, um, but yeah, so Panera and Annie's advance on and craft uh, Blue Box and Banza. They, this is their last round. Makes sense. This is, they're going. We home. don't, you know what? We don't need it. Rest, rest <laughs> in peace, you know? <laughs> 
Rest in chickpeas. <laughs> oh, they had to. Someone had to. You definitely had to. Um, <laughs> okay, then round two on the other side is museum cafeteria versus Velveeta. This was extremely surprising to me. I don't even want to know. I, well, Velveeta pulled ahead, so I'm sorry I had to inform you about this. Um, <laughs> but and it wasn't a huge like it didn't win by huge margins, but it did definitely win. Wow, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I am too. But I also do think that Chicago's museums, in particular, like I've had some actual meals at some of the Chicago museums that I'm like, this is a very good meal. There's like a turkey sandwich that they offer across a lot of the museums here. Whatever company they're working with does a good job. Also, I want to say, I guess museum cafeteria food is a privilege. Museums in general are a privilege. That's so true. And Excellent point. There is a huge uptick in the price when you go to a museum and have food there. True. Like yes. a kid's mac and cheese is double what it should be. It's like $12. Yeah. Like <laughs> That's not okay. So yeah. you know what? Uh, okay, Velveeta. That's a great point. Yeah. You're throwing on me. <laughs> <laughs> Velveeta is 350 and it feeds three of you. So there you go. This grad student knows that. Um, so yeah, I do. That's a really good point. Um, yeah. Not only to just go to the museum right. is often a privilege, but to eat there and not pack your own lunch. Huge, yeah. huge privilege. Um, sometimes I used to, cause some of the museums, there's signs that are like, you know, if you brought your own lunch, like we have a different area for you. Um, <laughs> you can't eat in like the museum. Don't sit around us. That's so awful. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> Speaking of privilege, but I have worked with families before that um, have allergies. And so like, we can't trust like deathly allergies. So we can't trust museum cafeteria. And so I had to pack the own, my own food, but then sometimes I would go with other nannies who their kids were buying, et cetera, et cetera. And so I will say that if you ever want to pack a lunch and cannot get away with it, don't use allergies in this way often, but sometimes you can be like, Oh, they're allergic. Or for me, I was never lying because I was like, you are. I'm allergic. <laughs> so we, I have to bring food from home, but, um, you can't separate the group. So we have to sit with them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that is a way that you can get around their dumb, dumb rule. Yeah. Right. That is a dumb rule. Sorry. Yeah. museums. Yeah. yeah. I think they've changed it now. Cause I think people complained. So. Good. Because I don't see it as much anymore. Martha wrote another letter. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Dear museum. Um, okay. Uh, next in this category, we have homemade versus craft single serve. And this was like the opposite of a David and Goliath story because <laughs> it was just crushed. Like... It was I, I, a couple people voted for craft single serve over homemade. And I want to be like, who hurt you? 
<laughs> Those were the people that always got it right when they made it. Yes. <laughs> they didn't burn it. Yes. Or like, how bad was the cooking in your house growing up? Yes, that's true. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's true. Maybe, because yeah, I I will say, like, bad macaroni and cheese does make me feel angry. Like, because I'm like, it's already kind of a treat for me to have macaroni and cheese. And I don't want to waste it on bad mac and cheese. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But for me, a lot can be overcome by hot sauce. If it's bad mac and cheese, I add just more hot sauce. And so then I'm just like burning my way through. (laughs) (laughs) I can only taste the hot sauce. We're okay. For sure. For sure. We have a friend that still makes us homemade mac it's, and cheese. And, and it is just an otherworldly experience. It's the best. Oh, and recently she made it and she was like, oh, I messed something up. See if you can taste what it is. <laughs> and none of us could, except for, I think it might've been Kyle actually. She used um, vanilla almond milk. Oh yes, actually. And it was, you could and, see a little and bit. And as soon so. as somebody said that, you could taste the vanilla flavoring and it was kind of weird. But at first I was like, I don't taste anything. And then as soon as somebody mentioned it, I was like, oh yeah, this is sweet. <laughs> Why is it sweet? But it was still so, so good. good. So good. <laughs> that makes and she a lot uses of like a lot of ingredients. It's very rich and like yeah. multiple cheeses and a lot of yes. ingredients. Yes. It's so good. She's from Wisconsin. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She knows what she's doing. Um, Okay, so we've made it to the semifinals. Here we go. And I haven't posted about these results yet. So this is a reveal. Um, Okay, so in Panera versus Annie's, Panera, Panera took the lead. Wow. By how much, by how many, do you know? 64% to 36%. Wow. So like- like a decided lead. Um, okay, Panera. So yeah, Panera is advancing to the championship, which we three decide in the end. Okay. We three decide. Okay, great. So it's going to be Panera versus homemade crushed Velveeta. Not a single person <laughs> against homemade. Not a single. Voted person. for, oh. not one person voted for Velveeta. So Sorry. homemade, absolutely crushing it um in this final category uh so it's panera versus homemade this wow. is Goodness. insanely difficult to decide i mean there's like, so many pros and cons you know can we get to can we deliberate <laughs> yes that's exactly what we're gonna do um my, my first thought is that if it's panera versus homemade for me personally as a nanny Mm-hmm. I would go with Panera in that I don't ever really myself make homemade mac and cheese. It's always from a box if I'm making it at home. Yes. So, or if I'm making it for the nanny and kids, I should say it's always from a box. So like, yeah, no, I would go with Panera for that reason. That's not my final answer, but. Yeah. Well, I think if this is like what you alluded to before, Martha, where it's like, what is it? Your favorite, your kid's favorite or what you're yeah. doing as a nanny. Yeah. Because what you're doing as a nanny, Panera all the way. <laughs> all the way. <laughs> Oh, they are, you already know they're going to like it. Yes. There's no question that they'll eat it. Yes. And I will say the, like going out to a Panera or really any like 
most restaurants, especially chain restaurants, it, the consistency yes. of like, it's going to turn out similar each time. Whereas with homemade, sometimes there's vanilla almond milk in it. So we don't <laughs> know. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I think that like, just because like we were talking about before, if you forget to make the mac and cheese on the like the sauce on the side and then you don't combine it just right they can tell and they will they will gordon ramsay all over you yes. <laughs> they're like back take it back take it they back. will never take back a panera mac and cheese it's just not gonna happen it's not and yeah and i also like the one thing that makes Panera difficult for me personally right now is that, um, I am, I'm building a new nanny squad cause I'm nannying in a new area. So I'm building a new nanny squad, but it's not complete yet. And Panera is difficult when you are the lone nanny, because you have to like go up to the counter and carry it. And they're like, the way they plate things is kind of like big and bulky sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so that is my, my only critique of Panera is that it's like, either I have to go get the kids settled and then like hope that they don't destroy the restaurant while I run up and get it. Cause I can't (laughs) ask them to carry it because they will drop it. And (laughs) And that area is just like, people are coming and going and you're like, and their, their, uh, place settings are very heavy. Yes. Their bowls and plates are super big and heavy and clunky for sure. You know, but I have figured out this trick, ask for it to go, even if you're eating it there smart and then it's much easier to carry to the table. So that's a freebie for everyone listening, Mm, you know? Um, I, I will say I, I don't regularly nanny children right now Mm -hmm. so and I have eaten at Panera since Mm -hmm. and I even though I want it I can't ask for mac and cheese (laughs) I just I feel like I'm like well that's the kids meal that's the kids (laughs) menu yeah this has actually all just been an intervention. <laughs> Welcome. We love, you thing. we love you and we care about you and we want you to be able to order mac and cheese at Panera. You know what? Next time I will. Do the you pick two. Do the well, you pick two. I usually do that, but then I'm like, I'm an adult. You got to get the soup and salad. No, no I don't. 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 Because don't. mac and cheese is just soup and... Direct quote, mac and cheese is just soup. <laughs> oh you can get the mac and cheese in a bread bowl. Amazing. So it counts. Oh, that's a good point. A that's soup, a I think. In a With a baguette <laughs> on the side. <laughs> How many carbs can you have in one meal? Oh, Lord. Oh my God. Yeah. I also want to um, give another plug, my final plug to <laughs> lactate pills <laughs> oh, <laughs> because yeah. I am lactose intolerant. And if I, I wouldn't be able to survive any of these rounds without lactate pills. So you if you, you. are struggling yes. with stomach issues after eating dairy, especially cheese, mac and cheese, get yourself some lactate pills. They have 
you know, the store brand, which are a mm-hmm. little cheaper and they work just the same. Yes. I have several uh, family members who are lactose intolerant and take their pills and like, we're like, we're going to go for ice cream and people get really excited. Like I gotta go get my pill. Yes. <laughs> and we're gonna have and ice cream. You can't, you can't take too many. You can't overdose on them. So if you oh, need, okay. three, take Great. three, three nice. four, you know, take <laughs> okay. four with your first bite. That is very important. Oh yeah. Don't eat first and then take them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got it. They've got to lead the way through your digestive system, (laughs) lay the groundwork for the the war that's coming. (laughs) The noodles are coming. Um, Yeah. I, I, I also want to say if any of these brands would like to sponsor the podcast, although this is a Patreon episode, so, um, you know, maybe you're not hearing this brands, but you should listen, pay the Patreon <laughs> and sponsor me. I um, also want to know if anyone has made, has homemade made Panera mac and cheese before. They have. Because okay. when I was looking for pictures um, for to make the posts, a lot of the pictures were like how to make Panera mac and cheese oh, at home. Amazing. <laughs> so again, I think homemade is so interesting in this thing because so many things could be homemade. Like right. yeah. if you add the garlic powder, does that turn it into homemade? Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. If you're opening a box and making it at home, does that turn it right? into homemade? So you're yeah. in Vermont and you have cheddar. Yeah. <laughs> you have white cheddar in Vermont. You go out your back door and you say, oh, there's some cheddar here. <laughs> and the baguette is already cut up into three slices. I mean, <laughs> get your tube yogurt and you're all set. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I do agree with you. I think at the end of the day, it has to be Panera because as nannies, I have never not once made like a homemade mac and cheese uh, and served it up. Yeah, we don't have time. Not for the good homemade mac and cheese. That takes time. Yeah, right. You can do it in a slow cooker, but we are also not there for long enough to make that work. No. And also just because and I, I, I'm, I'm a really extroverted person. And like, I, especially since the pandemic, I have gotten a lot better at home, at home time and routines and like enjoying time at home, but like, and it's great to have the kid nanny and kids in a great routine too. And that's so fulfilling also at home, but I will say, I just, it's so you, you have something to look forward to when you're like, I'm going to take the kids out for a meal. That's so like, everybody looks forward to it. It's like a, a break from the norm. Mm. And also you're not cooking and it's like so yes like it's a win you don't have to do a dish yeah yeah you don't have to clean up anything you just got to put all of their stuff back in the trays (laughs) (laughs) at Panera but not if you get the to-go not if you get to go right in the garbage yeah or you take home what they didn't eat or you just yeah. eat it right there because let's or be you just eat it right there <laughs> and then put the container it. in the garbage. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I am all for saving the earth when I eat there by myself. I do not get the to go. But um, when you are a nanny in the trenches, especially I'm a nanny with three children right now, Ooh. there's no way that no. I can carry all of those meals on their heavy, heavy no. <laughs> plates right. Right. and bowls and whatnots. Um, 
So anyway, so I think, okay. We have a winner. I think we're we're there. I think Panera took it all. Wow. Thanks, Panera. Thank you. Panera. Yeah. And thank you both for doing this with me. I really appreciate when I like (laughs) reach out to you. I have a fun fact about Panera. Oh, I forgot. They're originally called St. Louis Bread Co. Because they're based in St. Louis. They come from St. Louis, Missouri. And that, and when you're in St. Louis, it's the same store, but it's not called Panera. It's called St. Louis Bread Co. Fun fact. That is, that is, thank you for sharing that. Because also maybe I would go to St. Louis and be like, I can't find a Panera anywhere. (laughs) It's there. It's just called something different. (laughs) Wow. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Excellent. But also all this to say, if you loved one of the ones, especially one of the ones we dunked on, if you love those, then Velveeta. <laughs> yeah, then good for you. Find joy in what you love. We're this was all in good fun. Yeah. We're not judging anyone's food choices. You can eat whatever you want, however you want. I think that's great. Add your hot dogs, so Katie. Get, so get that get that tub of Parmesan. <laughs> pour it on. There. Add your hot dogs. Get the Parmesan. Nutritional and yeast. Don't forget nutritional yeast. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, well, oh my gosh! Thank you, thank you both. Oh, we got to end with a fun, cute story. Although we've told like so many throughout. Oh, I'll tell the exploding story. Okay. So, yeah. That's <laughs> So I was trying to get my four-year-old nanny child to like go potty before we left the house for like a while. Like we were going to go out on an adventure. And so I was like, used my secret potty trick of like, did you know sometimes there's secret potty in there? And he was just not, not having it. And so I was like, well, here's the thing. If you hold your potty too long, you can explode. And that was not the route that I should have taken because then he had hundreds of questions about exploding. And he was like, (laughs) if you explode, would you die? And I was like, yeah, I think you would. And I also, the other thing is that I really needed to go potty. And what I should have done is I just go potty first. But I was (laughs) like, I actually really have to potty right now. So like either you can go potty or I'm going to go first. And he was like... (laughs) He was like, will you explode? And I was like, I was like, maybe I'm feeling like I really got to go. And then he was like, okay, I do not want you to die, but I do really want to see you explode. (laughs) Cut to you showing videos of exploding. (laughs) And then he did ask the follow-up question, like of if you exploded, would you, would you for sure die? And I was like, yeah, I think if, I think if you explode, you die. <laughs> oh my lord! The conversations that we get into. Yes. My goodness! You dig yourself in a hole when you're desperate. Oh yeah. no! I wrote down at one point. I had it. I had it on my Instagram at one point. Of uh, just like a, a note on my phone of three separate things that I had said out loud that day, like just that <laughs> afternoon. I was like, I cannot believe I said all three of these things out loud. And one of them I distinctly remember was, "No, fish do not use toilets." <laughs> I had to tell them that no fish do not use toilets. And I think the other one was like, um, oh, and then the other one was let let me let me wipe the chicken off your unicorn. 
excited. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, thank you both so much uh, for being here. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. It's so much fun. Yay. And thank you all for subscribing to Patreon. It really means the world to me. It like helps me get through because I've got a million things going on, but I love this podcast so much. And so like a little bit of cash flow to just like break even on making the podcast is so helpful to me. I appreciate you all so much for subscribing. Thank you. Bye. The Chronicles of Nannia is produced and hosted by Martha Tyler. Artwork by Noni Blastodon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudios.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nannia and on Twitter at Nannia Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnannia at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.